Blog Talk Radio. Gabby's here. Okay. Hey, Dave, how are you? Very Hello. well. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and this is the Gist of Freedom. I'm your host, Dave Romeo, and with me tonight is Gabriella Callender. Who else is on the line with me here? Hi, this is Erika de la Rosa. Nice to be here. Thank you. Very well. And this Very is Moana. Well. You may call Moana is also on the line. Moana? Yes. So everyone's Hi. here? Yes, yep. we're all here. Yes, my, my hand movement is in the house, Dave. Excellent. That's what I needed to hear. Well, thank you for coming. This is Blog Talk Radio, the Gist of Freedom, with the band Mahina Movement, located here Yay. in Harlem, New York. Woo. Thank you for having us, Woo. Dave. Oh, thank you for being here. Well, yeah, it's good to be here. I would like to start with my favorite question, and that is quite simply, who is Mahina Movement? Yeah, Moan, you want to speak to that? Sure. Um, well, first of all, um, Mahina—it's a Tongan word, and uh, which comes from the country of Tonga, which is uh, island kingdom in the South Pacific, and also it's um, it's a Polynesian word as well, which means um, moon, or um, in Hawaiian it's the moon goddess, also in Maori as well. Um, so, um, and then movement is not only like dance movements or action, but definitely, of course, spe- um, specifically today what's going on in the world, it's movement as in social justice, as in change, as in transformation. And so that's what I want to first say, who is Mahina Movement. It really is those possibilities of nature, of um, the cycles going on since the beginning of time to our indigenous roots and our indigenous oceans to actual specific contemporary um, social change and justice. Excellent. And I've actually listened to uh, some of the tracks from your music and your CD, and I would definitely say that um, the music definitely moves in that direction. You definitely speak of social change. And now I would like to ask quite simply, how did Mohina Movement come about? How did you three meet? And who Well, we all met in in different phases, obviously, in the beginning, but Moana and I um, were in a women's studies class at NYU. That's where we first met. And I just became very enamored of her expression um, and just who she was and um, how brave she was uh, because I love saying that Moana was just so fearless in the fact that she um, would show up late sometimes to class, and I was like, who is she? And um, we just we just kind of 
started uh, taking class together and teaming up in a study group together, and we ended up doing a final project together with some other women. And that's actually where some of the pieces that are on the CD uh, came from. And then Gabby uh, was at Blue Stockings Bookstore, and Juana was doing a reading of then her play Tongue and Paint. And she, they just connected with each other, and you know, Juana was sharing stories of her family, of her life, and and Juana and Gabby just connected, and Gabby came on board shortly after that. So Juana is uh, the glue that attracted us all together to Mahina Movement. Yeah, Dave, we've been around for uh, since 2000, and uh, you know, it started out as a spoken word ensemble, and. Um, Spoken word, and poetry, and yes, theater and live painting. Yeah. And then when I came on board, probably about four months after the birth of Mahina Movement, um, I came on board and added the musical element to, to Mahina Movement. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you and kinda, it was like had a metamorphosis into mm-hmm. music. Yeah, totally, Dave, because it's like, you know, when Erika and I met at NYU, Erika was studying in the acting teach program and I was in, in the visual art, the painting program. And, um, you know, and we're, and we're not native New Yorkers. Erika comes from Texas. I come from um, Utah via Tonga. And we, we wanted to share our stories, our stories, our own stories. You know, we were studying, like, our craft, acting, painting, um, theater, um, performance art you know, in school formally, which we're passionate about, but it was like, where are our voices? Where are the women from the barrio? Where are the women from the Pacific? Where are the where are women, black women and Latino women talking together? Where are those stories? You know, those those stories where, oh, wow, there's a Tongan and a Samoan, and they're, they're fighting for justice with um, black and Latinos and Asians. Like, we wanted to share those stories. And so that's why we love to define ourselves as, like, multicultural, multi-sexual, um, multi-spiritual, whereas all the stories, multifaceted, multi-genre, you know, that all of them can exist in one same space rather than just like, no, this is just one way of doing theater. This is just one way of music where like since the beginning of time, everyone like came together, jammed together, you know, mm-hmm. and played together. So you're basically breaking the traditional mold of being pigeonholed into one particular genre of music, of art, of dance, etc. Absolutely. Yes, definitely, because that also reflects like our identities, how how stereotypes and just stereotypes of, of, and myths of like what a woman should be or what a black woman should be or what a Latino woman should be. Like, since the beginning, like, Etika, Gabby, and I, we would just have all these conversations before we even performed as Mahina Movement. Like, yeah, what does that mean? What does that look like? What does that smell like? Like, who's, who is to say who we are better than ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, one of the things I would definitely like to um – have a little conversation about is pertaining to how even with everything you've done pertaining to your music and your prose, you've managed, as far as from what I've heard in the music that I've listened to thus far, you've managed to keep your own individual identities. And there doesn't seem to be any competition between the three of you with that. 
Yeah. Speak on that for for a little. How do you yeah, manage to balance really... out between each other without the competition yeah. aspect? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we're really like, uh, you know, three different ingredients that make one main dish. So it doesn't serve as well to be in competition. Although I do like my T-shirts better than Etika's T-shirts. Um, the ones that <laughs> she does have some fabulous And, uh, yes. So in your face, Etika. Okay, my T-shirts are the best. Um, and, you know, Dave, we, we, com- oh, sorry. we compete with hair because Gabby thinks she has the best hair. <laughs> Yeah, listen, we're three different people with three. We come from three different backgrounds, and we mm-hmm. recognize, you know, that our self-expression can add, you know, add to the melting pot that is art. So it really, we really, it really works well together, and we recognize that, you know, that what we bring together can really move people, and it has moved people. So, um, you know, we we just roll on that vibe. It's great. Well, I think also what's really important is that we've grown, I mean, we've been together long and we are family, and that we see each other, we see ourselves in each other. And that, I think, really helps, especially, you know, we're family. Families don't always get along. Families sometimes butt heads. And I think that's that's really the foundation. And also, in addition to the work, that's important why why we're here, right? Because the work Mm -hmm. is is something bigger than us. Hmm. And, you know, from my, oh, I just wanted to add that from my perspective, you know, it's like from not having like a large Pacific uh, Tongan community in New York City, you know, in the -hmm. the East Coast, like it's just a practical way, you know, to really um, connect with other people, with other communities. So it was just a very real practical way for me to connect with Gabby and Erika to be like where I would, we're in a space where I just seem so invisible and Hmm. Gabby and Erika have their own spaces. Like I got to be like, oh, wow, you, you're, you feel invisible too in certain ways, in certain areas. So it was a way for us to visibilize each other and bring each other forward. So I think that totally cut out the competition because it was like, oh, your voice needs to be heard as well. Oh, your voice, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm I'm born in, you know, I'm from Hollis, Queens, repping Hollis, Queens, what, what. And, um, (laughs) right, right. So I identify, you know, I identify as a black woman, you know, born and raised in New York, you know, and I also recognize I have a light-skinned privilege, you know, all of that, what that means, especially during the uh, Giuliani years. And so it was a common thread, you know, that we found in each other, Moana being from Tonga, moving from, you know, Tonga to Hawaii to Utah to New York, Etika being a, a Chicana from San Antonio, Texas, Right? It's like what are what stories do we have that are similar? When have we experienced otherness? And how can we experience togetherness and how can we have all of the com you know, the common threads between us really have a voice inside of our art? So that's the juice, you know, that keeps this train, this Mahina movement train running. Speaking of work and the longevity of the Mahina movement. I know all three of you have 
a, a day job, let's put it that way. How do you balance that with your art, with mm-hmm. with, with the band, Mahina Movement, with the group, well, Mahina Movement, rather? Well, some, some of us are full-time artists, and we're working the full-time artists, and I'll let those of us who are doing that speak to that. But, I, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, I'll, I'll speak to the day job um, thing first, <laughs> right? Um <laughs> You know, it's a challenge. Um, you know, it definitely is a challenge. We, you know, I would love to be a full-time artist. And mm-hmm. uh, we're moving toward all of us being a full-time artist. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, dividing up the time between, you know, working a day job and, and, and also being – I am also a full-time artist, and I also have a full-time day job. So mm-hmm. I've got to take a lot of vitamins. <laughs> oh. yeah, and, uh, is a machine, Dave. She's a, she's a <laughs> you know, an incredible structure. <laughs> yes. Well, she is from Holly Queen. Yes, thank you. Yes, thanks for thanks for acknowledging. Yeah, she's a Capricorn, yeah. and she's yeah. <laughs> you know. No, the reason yeah, I ask that is because many listeners uh-huh. I know are striving to do what their heart is is calling them to do. But unfortunately, uh-huh. in today's society, especially right now with the way the economy is and so forth and so on, it's very difficult to balance moving into your art from the traditional job. Uh-huh. So that, yeah. and as I said, because you guys you guys have last year was your ten year anniversary. You know, and that's yeah. that's for for any business out there, hitting your ten year anniversary is a big deal. You know, yeah. most businesses fail, they say, within their first five years, and that goes the same for bands, actually. Um, so the fact that you guys mm-hmm. have made it that far speaks to exactly what it is your game is about. Yeah. Well, on a serious note, you know, it, 99, you know I, I, as I understand it, 99% of American households have at least one television. And so, listen, I know that when people are out there, they're working their day jobs, they're working their butts off. And many of those people are parents, and many of them are single parents. So I recognize the privilege of, you know, I don't have children, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, that's not something that I have to manage and tend to. And then just speaking, you know, beyond that, I don't own a television, so a lot of time that I might be spending to just coming home and de-stressing from my day job and watching TV, I don't do that. I put my extra time in, you know, into my art and what I really love to do. And it just kind of moves that forward. So any opportunity that I have to get my art out there, you know, I've done so. And the platform that I've done that in, the main platform that I've done it in, not the only one, but the main one, has been the Hina Movement. And so in doing that... It's like the conversation of art, the conversation of Gabriella Calendar being an artist gets out there with other people. And we've been blessed and privileged because, you know, we've been asked to just come back or return or, you know, go to go to other places and perform. So that's my that's my free time, and, and that really is the meat of my life. Hmm. All right. Can someone else speak to that as well? Yeah, I'll, well, uh, go ahead. Yeah, oh, sure. Okay. Let's go ahead, Eddie. Um, I actually have been laid off. I was working as a museum administrator at the Queens Museum of Art, and that was my nine to five job. Um, okay. But what? And then when budget cuts happened to a lot of uh, art, to, art institutions like 
you know, unfortunately that was one institution that was hit. But what I loved, I saw this as an opportunity. I was actually, I started off as a teaching artist right out of college. I wasn't planning on going to the field of teaching. My mother is a teacher or what is a retired teacher now. Um, but I truly fell in love with it that I was able to use my art, use my skills of what I learned um, and be able to teach that in a classroom. And so this, you know, being laid off actually really is a blessing. It actually opened up another portal or the opened up, uh, reopened the portal back up to what I love to do, which is teach and really empower community, really empower my students that are in the classroom, uh, using my skills as a poet, as an actor, as a director, to empower them to transform their communities and use poetry and and theater as a vehicle for that. Um, and it is it is difficult. I mean, you have to really discipline yourself and really. Uh, these are some of my my challenges: is, is really coming to discipline, really constantly, you know, reasking myself. This is what I want. Reminding myself, putting, in, you know, great affirmations up all around. Me. Um, that are important to me because this is not just about me. It's 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 definitely I'm part of a team. This is me, Moana, and Gabby. But mm-hmm. it's it's for my family. It's for the people that I represent of the South. It's it's their voice. Um, so this is is it's a blessing. It's an opportunity. It's a gift. Um, and so I I never want to take advantage of that gift. Excellent. Um, Mona. Is there anything you'd like to say on that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I would say that it was like it's definitely challenging um, in terms of like to see it. First of all, just to to see it as like a full time artist, I'd I'd like to just shift that thinking into that this is a calling for Erika, Gabby, and I, and we really just answered this calling because, frankly, there's so many times, you know, where um, where we won't get paid for our performances, where mm-hmm. we won't be acknowledged for our performances or for even being an artist. And, you know, my my parents to, still to this day are like, Juan, are you crazy? <laughs> I went to NYU, you know, I went to Columbia, Um grad program, I got a fellowship to Yale University, you know, and right now I'm not, I, I'm not working full time, you know, I'm choosing my art to get income strictly from my art, and mm-hmm. I, I say that why the context of the calling, why this is a calling and why that's so important and that we answered that calling is because it could just be so much easier and so much more comfortable in a certain context for us not to answer this calling and not to even think of it as a calling. Um, But just like what Etika said, it's a team, and also it's bigger than us. You know, there's over thousands of women who who have been raped and killed in the Congo um, for the past 14 years. You know, and no one talks about that, you know. Mm -hmm. And so... Millions um, even, millions. So over 16 million people have been killed. Um, but um, so 
getting with Gabby and Etika, especially when there's times when there, where where you know um, three years ago I got evicted from my apartment, you know, um, and so it's definitely challenging, and especially especially now where over fifty percent of the households in the United States. Um, a person makes twenty seven less than twenty seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars per year. Correct. You know, and so I could choose, you know, this other route or this, but um, it just comes down to it's a calling and it, and it's our oxygen, it's our breath. Because for me to just be like, oh man, let you know. I can't do this or I can't be at that protest to perform. And, like, that's really just not an option for us. Like, I feel like our, our ancestors and our communities who who are not privileged like us to, to, to write every day and to perform it and to actually have people listen to it, to have you, Dave, ask us to be on this radio show, you know, that we don't take these opportunities lightly. Like, you know, Gabe, like how many times in your life you get to you get to speak to um, a woman from Tonga, a woman from San Antonio, and a woman from Hollis, Queens? All at the same time. You know? That's uh, <laughs> definitely. That's yeah. definitely something big. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm uh, taking advantage of the opportunity. <laughs> Isn't that great? And Dave, right? Like if you, you know, when your audience goes to our Bandcamp page, which has just a quick shameless plug at Mahina Movement, bandcamp.com, and they download our songs, right? It's like enough people do that. Guess what? We're all full-time artists. No more day job. Come on, people. There you go. <laughs> Can you spell out the uh, website again? That is, uh, it's, yeah, it's um, Mahina Movement, M-A-H-I-N-A-M-O-V-E-M-E-N-T, Mahina Movement.bandcamp.com. Just click on the Speak the Fire album, right, and you'll see all of our all of our different songs. As people go on there and they download our songs, right, that gives us more fuel to do what we do, to be down at Occupy Wall Street, to go to the universities even more. We're planning a tour in 2012, the Soul Journey Truth Tour, a takeoff oh, wow. on Soul Journey Truth, the Soul Journey Truth uh-huh. Tour. So we're raising funds now to be able to, to do that work. And, we, you know, we've been out there for a while, and we want to be out there for, you know, uh, for, for as long as we can. So we can't do How that. How are you with, raising funds? Through your through your blog radio show. <laughs> now, what can what can someone do to uh, to contribute to the Mahina movement? Yeah, that's I know great. you have the, CDs for sale. Yep. Yeah, Where can those CDs. be acquired? Yeah, you can go to our Bandcamp page and just um, download download the songs, and then um, and, and soon you know, we'll be putting up a Kickstarter campaign. Mm-hmm. You can email us at Mahina Movement at Yahoo dot com. Mahina Movement at Yahoo dot com. Uh-huh. Mahina Movement at Yahoo dot com and we're on Facebook too. You can find us through Facebook. Just we have a fan page, Mahina Movement. And you not only can you contribute like funds, right? Like money, right? Bling, 
uh, dollar bills, right? But <laughs> you can contribute really like just just listening, like listening to the lyrics, the words, the poetry, having conversations in your families, in your friends, at work, like that's a huge contribution. Like because we are a movement and that movement is of compassion and it is of fierce love and unstoppable, just um ruthless like um action um hmm. about um our world and that that would be the biggest contribution is All right. well that's to, good to know. That's yeah. good to know. It's not yeah. just about dollars and cents, but it's also the meaning behind what you guys are up to that's important to you. That's very good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have any upcoming venues? What's next? What's on the calendar for me? Yes, we do. Um this Friday, October twenty eighth at the University of Pennsylvania, we are opening up and performing for the one and only Angela Davis. Um oh. and uh it's free. It's a free event. So if you find us on Facebook or just email us, we'll give you all the information. So everyone, just come on out. If you're in Philly, um, this Friday night, um, come see us perform. And definitely come hear Angela Davis speak. Yeah, it's going to be at the, Ir- yeah, at the Irvine Auditorium. Yeah, and that's going to start at 5.30 p.m. And then there's going to be an after party around 9 p.m. at the World Cafe. In uh, in Philadelphia, just two blocks away from the Irvine Auditorium. Wow! And this is Friday. Yep. Friday, yeah, October twenty eighth. Yep. Friday, October twenty eighth. Yep. At five in Philly, University of Philadelphia. Yep, Irvine Auditorium. All right. And um, I have one other question, actually, and. And we'll wrap up with that, and then I will actually play one of your tracks as we uh, go out. And that is actually, we've gotten your inspiration. We've gotten where Mahina Movement has come from. We've gotten some of the things that you've dealt with through your journey now 11 years into producing music and prose. We've spoken about the music versus the business and how to balance that. Now, many people in my conversations with up-and-coming musicians have a difficulty defining the business of what they do versus what they actually do. Is that something you can address? Dave, can you say that again in another way? I just want to make sure we really have what you mean. Well, basically... For instance, running Mahina Movement, there are two mm-hmm. parts to that. There's sure. the part that actually is the creative aspect of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there's the part that's the business aspect of it. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. So, you know, I will speak to that, right? So, you know, just like to give you just an insight to our process very quickly. So we we meet a few times per week, either in person or via Skype or telephone conference. And 
when we meet in person, we're doing our rehearsals for our shows. But then one of those meetings is our admin meeting where we address all of the business issues, you know, just from, from everything from finance to public relations. And so we take all of the business, all of the business parts and we delegate them, you know, amongst the three of us. So one person will handle booking, another person will handle the public relations part of it. Um, you know, the person will handle just the finances and the incoming of the finances and how to really manage that. And I'm really glad you asked that question. Not so much for us, but for anybody out there who's looking to be an artist, because though mm-hmm. that aspect is very important. And if you don't manage the business part of it, you know, you could easily find your the you know your art or whoever you're building with start to crumble. So we are very diligent about meeting and dealing with all of the all of the business aspects at least once once a week. Now right now we're in the middle of creating a Kickstarter video to raise funds for our tour. So we really encourage people to come on, you know, come on to our website at mahinamovement.com or email us, get on our, our mailing list so you can stay tuned with what's you know what's coming up. You know, we're gonna or be adding a blog. on Facebook. Yep. Yeah, our beer fan on Facebook. You know, we're going to be having a blog coming out very shortly. Excellent. Yeah, Dave, I want um, to add to it. Yeah, that's such a great sure. question you asked because, um, yeah, I, I, um, you know, I'm calling you out, Gab. Gabby has um, a huge experience um, being a financial manager, a finance mm-hmm. manager, um, and I just think that's super important in terms of, like, um, financial literacy, and not only just um, financial literacy amongst our communities, um, amongst women, amongst artists, um, but also um, um, this conversation of financial freedom and financial independence that has been lacking, I know, Hmm. in my uh, short narrative, like since I was a kid, that I did not get that. Those conversations in my household just was not a part of our conversation. You know, and so it's, I just think your question is really so profound because it's super, it's just super extremely important to have the business end of of your creative, artistic process, career slash calling slash what you want to do. Because if you do not, and you do not have those conversations with people like Etika, Gabby, and I, we have these conversations like daily, like every week. You know, just like how, of course, anyone who would have a business have that on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And um, so over the years, over these 11 years, I know for myself I had to school myself. Gabby had to school me. I, I had to school me on, like, um, what should I – workshops, going to workshops, going to seminars, like really being just super, like, determined on getting this. Well, that's something I definitely am an advocate of. Um, basically, self-education, to me, is is one of the most powerful things we we actually have control of pertaining to ourselves. You know, we can actually go out and find something, whether it's in a library or magazine or wherever, other people, and educate ourselves to certain things. Um so, yeah, I, I definitely applaud you guys. Um, as I said, 11 years of doing what you do is, wow, that's that's amazing. You know, that's amazing. And doing it on your own, really. You know, that's truly amazing. And um, you definitely have my support. And I heard 
that you guys would not mind doing something live as we end the show. Is that so possible? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're totally um, open to yeah. it. Yes, yeah. We're going to do a spoken word piece. I'm going to kind of chime in in the middle here because, you know, I don't have the guitar ready for the over-the-phone interview, but we're certainly ready to do a piece called uh, that we all worked on, Dreaming Freedom. Well, bring it on. We dreamt ourselves into this universe. Mm-hmm. We dreamt ourselves into this world. Mm-hmm. We dreamt ourselves into this land. We can dream ourselves, dream ourselves into freedom. Into freedom. Dream, dream ourselves into freedom. Into freedom. Freedom, 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 Yo, you got to keep up with us. This freedom that we dreamt of has been in the making, doing, and spitting. It's impossible to see where we've been, where we at in a specific moment in time. Like, first we'd be riding down the Grand Concourse, then we'd be parting ways into our own parallel universe. No need to reverse or rewind. We'd be going fast and forward back into time, holding it down firmly in the clouds. On clouds 9, 11, and 7, we never want to believe in the provinces of a savior never risen. We make our own heaven here. Oh, heaven. And not only do we surround the nucleus of an atom, we surround this world, starting from the center, giving us base like a tough boxing contender, smooth it out with a soft tenor. Hungry? You want to eat this freedom for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And history. 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 His story, not our story not or our story, story, story or her story or an indigenous story. Indigenous story. It's, it's history. It's history. We, we Praise we praise the great white man. We we praise your praise. great acknowledgement of discover, discovering faraway lands. Thank you for Thank saving you. us from our wicked, savage ways. Thank you for bringing Thank gifts you. of guns, germs, germs genocide, genocide, all goodness, all to, goodness our land. to our lands, which are no which longer are no our longer lands. lands. We praise thee. Praise Thank thee. you. Thank you for our history. For our history. Chiseled into our skulls, knocked up into our psyches. We once made pyramids and moccasins, and today we make Nikes. We need to be able to breathe in fresh air. And today we inhale air Jordans. We used to be able to fly, and now we can only jump and run away from the sun. Once we praise and live by on a daily, once we studied and dilly-dally from the Nile River to Cali, children of the sun, What's up, son? Come on, done. We gotta lose this ton of lies. It's boring and ain't fun. Not even Cypress Hill could break it off some. America, the greatest superpower in the world. How we get here? Miracle? No, it's hysterical, not even lyrical. You would be true if you used free skilled slave labor from your our favorite African engineer, scientist, physicist, you know, your friendly you know, neighbor. Your friendly Put neighbor. To work. Gotta make that dollar holla. Holla. You can dribble the ball while I'll be the baller. I'll pay you unlivable wages. And I'll never be seen in these pages of history books. Take a look. Nothing but crooks. Play the game. Move your king or queen. Yo, I'd rather be a rook. We embody, embody ourselves, ourselves into, into the Nile. Nile. Our spirits 
overflowed at its banks. We paved our paths through sun guides and wind whispers in four directions strong. We pushed ourselves into the mountains and in the sky and in the water. We spread ourselves everywhere on this earth and then we forgot who we were, who we are. Let us remember that we are the God we created. Recordemos que somos el Dios que nosotros mismos hemos creado. We dreamt it. Lo hemos soñado. We created this world. The one we live in every day. Let us dream, dream of us now. Now, dream, dream of another world, of another world, together. Together. We dreamt ourselves into this universe. <laughs> we dreamt ourselves into this world. <laughs> we dreamt ourselves into this land. <laughs> we can dream ourselves, ourselves into freedom. To freedom. Wow. Oh. Thank you, Gabriella, Erica, Mona. Thank you. Thank you, Dave, for having us. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you to the listeners. Yes, indeed. And this is Dave Romeo with the Gist of Freedom on Blog Talk Radio. And that was Mahina Movement. Thank you, and have a good night. Have a great night. You too. Have a fantastic night.